This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Hello everyone and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. I'm your host Marcus and today's game will be pitting the Benchwarmer team... Of Eden Scott. No, 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 no. What? No, 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 no. What? No, we, we, we can't have this. We, we can't have the revenge game to finally occur. We need to uh, delay this longer, and Scott and I are going to go ahead and uh, say screw that, so um, you're going to have the guest uh, play with Eid tonight, so. Okay. I didn't agree to this. Tough. Uh, so... <laughs> this game will be beating the Benchwarmer team <laughs> of Scott and Matt versus Eric Eid and enemy of the pod, Jake Manny. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the bench, Jake. Uh, why don't you give us a minute to maybe tell us how you're processing playing with Eid and also how you're doing. Yeah, doing well. It's been a while. I've been hiding from this moment, and then it didn't even oh happen. Oh my god, he's just so. keeps he just keeps talking. <laughs> I hope it's like at least like you know when Rocky and Apollo team up, and it's like a good thing in the end. So one of us is dead at the end. <laughs> so, so one of you dies. Got it. Three, not four. Three, not four. All right. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, so. Jake and Eric, uh, what what's your team name? Eric, how are you doing? I was fine. Now I'm nauseous, a little, <laughs> little just dizzy. Um, other symptoms that might, you know, I don't know. Wasn't expecting this. I was hoping rather just to play by myself. <laughs> oh you're talking about the but, game oh okay sorry, sorry. Yeah, any any way really um so you know with all that said my excitement you can all hear it uh so just you know spur the moment team name jake you don't know what our team name is so here it is um our team name today is uh i would rather have herpes <laughs> <laughs> oh boy all right super excited to say that over and over again (laughs) scott and scott and matt how are you both doing and can i have your team name por favor well mark it on your bingo card because i'll go first because scott has our team name uh i'm good nothing nothing new nothing controversial nothing crazy in my world just excited for summer so scott uh, it's a terrific poster you got there behind you. Thank you. That's my BTP flag I'd be having behind me. So yeah. if anybody's interested, you can't purchase them on our T Public store, but you can take our logo and go onto Amazon and have a flag. No, you can't. <laughs> you can't take our logo, Matt. Don't I did. <laughs> I'm going to get a full back tattoo. If anybody that. wants a BTP flag, let me know. I will get one made for you and charge you nothing except for the fact that you get a BTP flag. So you're giving out free flags. I give out free herpes, so it's okay. I'm good. I'm ready to get this. I'm ready to get this game underway. Uh, because now, apparently, instead of teaming with the juggernaut, I have to face two of them. Um, Matt and I, we're just going to 
We're going to see if we can do what everyone is wondering, and, and our team name is going to be, can we cover the spread? I put the uh, – Marcus, you're the gambler. What's the over-under on the – what's the spread here? What do you think? They're going to beat us by 250 or more? Is that what you're thinking? Well, it depends on how we score this game. Is there an odd one out? In like this? like Eve, Eve, Dan, Eve, Dan, Lux are all guys who really drastically altered the spread either mm-hmm. way. Um, not 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 Jake? No. Enemy of the pod does not. <laughs> um, I would. I'll set this. But you guys are good trivia players. Let's not. Let's not take away that from you. I'll set the line at plus. Uh, well, if I was doing it based off of like a like an actual sports line, not if I tried to do it with our scoring, it would take me forever. I'll say you guys are uh, plus ten and a half. Ten and a half. Yeah. Yeah. We're we're gonna lose by. At, at least 150. <laughs> All you gotta say is just they're like they're they're what plus 200 for this. Yeah, 100, oh, 100 bet you gets yeah. you 200. Yeah, yeah, money, <laughs> there you go. money line. Yeah. All right. You know what else okay. alters the spread? <laughs> Herpes. Herpes. Herpes does that does change the spread quite a bit. Might not be as much spread. Listen, I'm not on recordings much anymore, so this is going to be bad. <laughs> okay, so. Now that we've established this tone for the game, let's kick it over to Dan for the rules. The game will consist of four quarters of play, each with different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from their points accumulated to see who are today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true benchwarmers they are. All right, let's get this game underway. And our first quarter will be Sporting Haikus. Sporting Haikus. For this quarter, there will be four questions in haiku form. Each question is worth 25 points. Question one in Sporting Haikus. Slovakian wing, wild all-time goal scorer, third overall pick. We can check in. I'd rather have herpes, which is a team name, (laughs) has checked in. Uh, can we cover the spread? You guys can talk it out. I think this has got to be Marion Gabrick. I know that name. Slovak. I, I think he's Slovakian. I'm not quite. I'm not 100 sure. Okay. Third overall pick. So maybe third overall pick in the draft that he was in, or third overall. Yeah, I would pick imagine from the draft. So third overall pick in like an NHL uh, fantasy. Like on the video games, if you start, you know, I'm wondering you know. if it's the third overall pick in that draft, or if he was the third overall pick by the Wild in like the expansion draft or something like that, or the first draft or something. I don't know. I, I don't know. Don't overthink I it. Don't I, I think the uh, I think the all time goal scorer for the Wild is Marion Gabrick. So the, the guy that I've heard of. So let's do it. Yeah, let's go with that. Okay, and I'd rather have herpes. What did you guys have? Uh, uh I mean, the Wild are bad. Right, like normally, they don't really have a lot of all-time anything. But yeah, it's Gabrick. And both teams are receiving points. The first ever draft pick by the Minnesota Wild, third overall in two thousand, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, the correct answer is Marion Gabrick, who, when I was working at uh, Pro Image, uh, I wanted to buy that Rangers Marion Gabrick jersey so badly because I just liked it. And yeah, he's so he's always just been a player that I enjoyed because when I, I was like the first time I ever paid attention to hockey. I remember in 2000, I was at a store and they had a wild, like a sweatshirt with the logo. I was like, I don't, I don't, is that the new team that we have? I wasn't even really paying attention. <laughs> and I bought it. And I remember because I was working in politics and I was like door knocking and stuff. And I was talking to people and they'd be like, what is that shirt you're wearing? That's I'm amazing. Like, That's like <laughs> what the new this? hockey team that they got in St. Paul. And they're like, oh, I didn't know anything about that. Now there's everyone, no hockey team. Yeah. So. All right, let's move on to question two in Sporting Haikus. Sixth round pick RB, Michigan all-time rusher, seizure on sideline. Yep, we're checked in. I'd rather have herpes as checked in. Can we cover the spread? You guys can talk it out. None of this sounds familiar to me, so if you got somebody, then go for it. I think it might be Mike Hart. Um, I feel like I remember something about him having a seizure on the sideline and six rounds sounds about right for him. Cause he wasn't, unfortunately, like he wasn't a highly touted prospect despite how good he was in the mid two thousands at Michigan. So if you don't have anything else, I say we just go with that. I don't know why Jake is getting like wheelhouse questions on like his 29th appearance, but it, you know, it's, it's fine. Um, we're going to check in with my cart. And I'd rather have herpes. What did you guys have? Yeah, it's my cart. It happened this year. He had the seizure on the Michigan sideline. Yeah, he's like an assistant coach or something, right? Yeah, he's a running backs coach. And both teams are receiving points. The correct answer is the original muscle hamster, Mike Hart. <laughs> <laughs> I love Mike Hart. And man, did did one game torpedo everyone's draft stock worse than the App State game? <laughs> that's fair like it was all downhill for everybody on that team yeah that's fair it was just so good that that was the first big 10 network game and only four people could watch it like right. that was the best part of that game for me as a michigan fan is i was watching like the espm dots moving on the screen <laughs> uh all right let's move on to question three in sporting haikus all pro linebacker Bills all-time leader tackles, College Hall of Fame. We're going to check in, Marcus. Okay, can we cover the spread as checked in? I'd rather have herpes. You can talk it out. Yeah, Eric just sent over a name, and it was the guy I was trying to picture. I was picturing a bald guy that ended up playing in for the Rams afterwards. I think in London Fletcher. Well, he started. No, he started with the Rams. started the Rams and then went over. Went to Buffalo. It was only four seasons, which is why I'm hesitant on it. He spent more mm-hmm. time. He spent more time in Washington, mm-hmm. I think, than anywhere. Right. Was Takeo Spikes there for just a minute? Yeah, he wasn't there long either. They I haven't had so. anybody long since mm-hmm. like Daryl Talley, but that's like the early '90s, and I don't consider him a All Pro. I don't think he was ever an All Pro. Right. Fletcher is one of the guys that like consistently just racked up a ridiculous amount of tackles every year, wasn't he? Like 110-ish, yeah. probably. So you figure maybe four seasons at 110, is that going to get him enough to be like his 450, 460 enough to make him the Bills all-time lead and tackler? Right. 
Um, but if I had to pick between London Fletcher and Daryl Taylor, I'd probably lean towards Fletcher because Daryl Taylor is not. There's no way Daryl Taylor's in the College Football Hall of Fame. If he is, that's like the NBA and everybody's everybody's in there. Just <laughs> all right. So I say we go London Fletcher. Agree. All right, we're checking in with London Fletcher. Was it Baker or something like that? But we'll just say Fletcher for now, unless you want us with the other part. That's fine. And can we cover the spread? Uh, what did you guys have? Yeah, we went back and forth. Like we couldn't think of any of the linebackers or that played for them in the their Super Bowl run. And I mean, so the only linebacker we could cumulatively come together was, was London Fletcher. Also, neither one of us had a clue. I don't even know where he went to college, let alone him being in the College Football Hall of Fame. So, but we checked in with London Fletcher. Neither team receiving points on this one. Ooh. Oh. Went to the University of West Virginia. Daryl Taylor Was a first-time All-Pro in 1990 and 1993. A Pro Bowler in 1990 and 1991. Consensus first-team All-American in 1983. The correct answer is Daryl Talley. Never would have made him a college football <laughs> Hall of Famer. <laughs> you guys both were just... Oh, can't be Daryl can't be Daryl <laughs> right off the bat. And I was just like, no. Not a handsome man, but a no. football player. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to the final question in sporting haikus. Two time Pro Bowler, now Jets wide receiver coach, Monmouth U legend. Right, we Jake, we can check in. Sounds good. Okay. I'd rather have herpes as checked in. Can we cover the spread? You guys can talk it out. And so you think this is Wes Welker? So initially I thought Wes Welker. I know he's a wide receiver coach somewhere, and I can't place where it is, so I feel like it might be San Francisco. Um, well, San Francisco's not the Jets. Sorry, uh, Jet, uh, I, <laughs> sorry, I was thinking Robert Sala. I thought he brought him over because Welker um, like spent some time in San Francisco so I thought maybe he might have brought him over to his staff when he took over. But I honestly don't pay enough attention to wide receivers coaches in the NFL. No, no, no. Surprisingly, Shockingly, I don't. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Um well Andre Risen's not a wide receiver coach anywhere, so I don't I don't care. So um two two time Pro Bowler seems a little low for Welker, only two, but he also played an era where there are a lot of good wide receivers, so a lot of competition for Pro Bowl votes, I guess. Yeah, maybe. And I know he's a small school guy, so Monmouth would also make sense there. Yeah, I mean, that's the only clue I would have had to have gone off of, and I have no idea. I don't even know where Monmouth University is. Where is it? Is that upstate New York or something? You just assume everything <laughs> you don't know. No, I don't know. I, I just, for some reason, it sounds like something <laughs> that would be up there, like it has a hockey team or something like that. It's right next to, next to Rochester or what is the... I'm, I know I'm just going to drive me insane. What's the school that beat Minnesota in the college in the Frozen Four championship? Um, Quinnipiac? Quinnipiac, yeah. Uh, yeah, Monmouth is – it's a Northeast school. I don't know where it is, but – Oh, it is a Northeast school. Oh. It is. Yeah, it is. I don't think – I don't, my, know, uh, oh, you I don't think, think it's everything's New York, though. in the Northeast, don't you? Oh. No, I said upstate New York. I don't know. It's I don't think big, it's there. There's a, there's a lot of towns up there. Um, I, I mean, can tell you, you it's not anything. in northern Minnesota or Wisconsin. I know that. Fair. You want to go okay, with let's just go with Wes Welker. 
All right, we're going to check in with Wes Welker. Okay, and I'd rather have herpes. What did you guys have? Uh, the pride of Monmouth College is either one of two people. It's either Reggie White Jr. or Miles Austin. We went with Miles Austin because I don't think Reggie White Jr. ever made a Pro Bowl. <laughs> Reggie why, do you White know, Jr.? why do you know Reggie White Jr.? That's so weird. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. <clears throat> one team is receiving points. The correct answer is Miles Austin. What? <laughs> Reggie White Jr.? <laughs> why do you know that? Uh, by the way, Monmouth <laughs> is in West Long Branch, New Jersey. That's close to upstate New York. Yeah. That's so, basically. I mean, you're, yeah. there. you're it's, for there. It's, it's low state New York. It's the same thing. Yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> the suburb of. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, after the first quarter, we have Can We Cover the Spread with 50? And I'd rather have herpes with 75, which, let me reiterate, I'd rather have herpes is a team name. Not reflective of your host's uh, <laughs> beliefs. <laughs> we wanted to let you know that we are on Patreon if you'd be interested in supporting us financially. Your contributions will be used to help us cover the costs that it takes to bring you the high-quality sports trivia you have come to expect from us. There's also some great perks that come with the Patreon membership to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, including bonus episodes and Benchwarmers swag. You can find us at patreon.com slash benchwarmersTP. Thanks. And with that, let's move on to the second quarter, which is five on three. Five on three. For this quarter, there will be three categorized lists containing five items where each item is worth 10 points. The teams will attempt to guess as many items as they can. However, if a team has an incorrect guess, they will receive zero points for that list. Let's start it off here with five on three. I want you to tell me who had the most rushing touchdowns in the 1990s. Uh, you got one more? You feel good about those ones, though, Eric? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. Easy. <laughs> Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> Definitely, I feel good about everything. <laughs> I think your original ones are good, and out of that last set you set, yeah, first and last are. I could see either one of them potentially. Okay, if but you had to pick one of the two, first or last, probably last. I think. Let's roll. Let's do it. Okay. All right, we're checked in. Okay, I'd rather have herpes is checked in. Can we cover the spread? You guys can talk it out. All right. So the two were pretty confident, I think, on our Barry and Emmett, right? Yeah, I, I, I came up with Emmett right off the jump. I thought that this is, you know, probably a good bet. He's got to have over 100, I would imagine. Um, um, yeah. So, I mean, I, I feel good about those two. Uh, I listed some other names, right? Jerome Bettis, Marshall Falk, Curtis Martin. Um, I'll tell you who we're not going to say. We're not saying Eddie George under any circumstances. <laughs> he will Why? not be one of our answers because every freaking time I say Eddie George on one of these things, he's never on it. <laughs> and he won't be on this one. 
Okay. Um, you brought up Ricky Waters. I like that. He had a lot of touchdowns. I thought he did. I mean, yeah, and he played no, the. I, if I recall correctly, he played the entire decade. He did play the entire decade, and that's a little bit of uh, know your host too, because Marcus is a Ricky Waters guy. So that also, I think, makes sense. What about uh, like Garrison Hurst? And like, I know he got mm. hurt in like, I think he got hurt in like two thousand, right? I think he was. Well, he some was of the names that we brought up, you had said you said Thurman Thomas. I don't think I did not I'm, say. I'm I did sorry, not say you said Thomas. you said Jerome Bettis. I was thinking Thurman Thomas, but Thurman Thomas didn't, Thomas didn't last the entire decade, did he? Not, no, no, no. Yeah, I, 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 he, yeah. I just don't know if he had enough. And we, and I said Terrell, uh, Terrell Davis, but same thing. Terrell Davis only played like five or six years in the nineties. Yeah, and he only broke out the last like couple of years. Ninety four, ninety three. But he didn't really like you know. Yeah, out, I mean that's when he kind of came out. He didn't start getting good until like ninety seven. Yeah. Um. Marshall Falk is the other one that you bring up a good point. I'm hesitant about him. I I thought he got a lot of his touchdowns receiving and not rushing. Yeah, he did. That's a tough one. He played most of the decade and was obviously excellent. I don't know. Maybe we should we just go with three? Should we go with Emmett Barry and Ricky Waters? I do like Ricky Waters. Those are the three that I am comfortable going with. All right, let's do that. All right, Marcus, we're going to check in. With Emmett Smith, Barry Sanders, and Ricky Waters. Okay, and I'd rather have herpes. What did you guys come up with? So, I mean, the first two, it's Barry and Emmett, easily. Um, yeah. Rick, Ricky Waters, without a doubt. Um, so then I threw Alan over at Jake, um, but I told him not the one that you would think originally, because most people forget that Terry Allen had a sneaky good nineties. Like Ooh. people forget about him all the time. Um, so I'm pretty confident he's up there. Uh, and then I threw it Jake again, three more names. I had Thurman Thomas, Chris Warren and Marcus Allen. Um, and I had him pick the last one and Jake, you went with Marcus Allen. So that's going to be our five. Barry Emmett, Terry Allen, Marcus Allen, and Ricky Waters. Both teams are receiving points. Whoa. Yeah. Heck yeah. Um, uh, surprisingly, though, uh, so, well, okay, we'll go in order here. Emmett Smith, 136, far and away uh, uh, <laughs> the leader. Barry Sanders was second with 85. Holy Ricky God. Waters was third with 70. And then Terry Allen, who is a favorite of mine. I loved Terry Allen. Uh, he has 68. And then Marcus Allen with 60 rounds it out. But right behind him, uh, the next four guys are all guys who were discussed by both teams. Terrell Davis with 58. Well, he's right there. Thurman Thomas, 57. Chris Warren, 50. Marshall Falk, 49. And then you go right after that in uh, Rodney Hampton, Curtis Martin, Natron Means, Jerome Bettis. How far down is Marion Butts? Uh, Marion Butts is, uh, let's see, another five players down. He had oh. four. Oh, he should have been way higher. <laughs> he should have been way higher. <laughs> and then way down even farther, Eddie George with 28. Yeah. <laughs> Marcus Allen yes. played through most of the 90s. I don't remember that. I thought he retired like mid or early 90s. He shifted to Kansas what was it, City, like right? Yeah. yeah, Kansas I City he right at the end. Like either 98 or 99 cuz yeah, you had those years in Kansas City. 
where he was more of just a touchdown guy. Like he was like their goal line guy. Right. He wasn't big rock taking, carrier. So taking touches away from Barry Word. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Great job, both teams. Let's move on to question number two in five on three. I want you to tell me who has the most goals in Champions League history. Jeez. We'll check in. All right. I'd rather have herpes has checked in. Can we cover the spread? You have about two and a half minutes. Talk it out. Matt, you have two and a half minutes to talk it out. (laughs) I don't think there's much to talk out. I mean, <laughs> pretty much got to think of do- guys who are dominant scorers and guys who are constantly playing in the Champions League. So, like guys like Harry Kane, who would be a dominant scorer in the Champions League, just isn't in there. Just isn't in there every year because the teams he play for doesn't always make it. So, uh, guys that are always there, Messi is always in the Champions League, so he's got to be way up there. Okay. Ronaldo, when he played for Man U, was always in the Champions League, so he's got to be up there. And the only team that's almost always from the Bundesliga is Lewandowski, so he's got to be up there. You know I'm good with that one. Um, and then uh, Madrid is always there, but Madrid has had a whole ton of different scores, so I would have no confidence in pulling somebody you know, like uh, Gonzalez or somebody on the list, so I have no idea. I know Thomas Muller's in the top 10, but I don't think he's in the top five. I know he's like number one all-time with assists for the Champions League. but So I think I'm comfortable with going with Messi, Ronaldo, and Lewandowski, if you're okay with that. I am. All right, that's what we're going to check in with, Marcus. Okay, and I'd rather have herpes. What did you guys have? Uh, it's Ronaldo, Messi, easily. Um uh, Lewandowski or Lewandowski, how his Matt, Matt likes to say it, because I guess he says it properly, but I pronounce letters. <laughs> um, uh, and the the one guy is is from uh, Madrid. I'm pretty sure he's in there. Is uh, Kareem Benzema? Oh um, yes. And I mean, there's a hundred other names I could probably throw with um, like was it uh, Ibrahimovic, like Mueller, all those other guys, um, Dieter Droba. It's one of my favorite soccer names of all time. Um, but anyway, so we just went with the four. Matt, how did you forget eczema? The guy that you just said. <laughs> ben, Benzema. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Both teams are receiving points. Uh, great job, guys. Uh, Ronaldo, number one with 141 career uh, Champions League goals. Messi, number two with 129. Lewandowski, Levin, Lewandowski, you know, you know what it is. Uh, pronounce the W as a V. That's the way they pronounce it. Right. Anyway, I right. Doubt how it. Germans do it. We speak American it. here. Okay, Matt. No, <laughs> He's Polish. Uh, that's the way the Polish people is pronounced. Ah, okay. Pierogi, you pronounce all the letters. Oh, the sausage. So <laughs> Lewandowski, <laughs> 91 in third. Right behind him with 90, Kareem Benzema. At number four, and Matt, you said it for Real Madrid. Number five, Raul Gonzalez with seventy-one. I wouldn't have. I had no confidence. Didn't have the confidence. You know what, Matt? I'm not mad at you. He sounds like a second baseman uh, in the MLB. (laughs) So, out of curiosity, where's where's Thomas Mueller on that list? Do you know? Do you have a longer than just the five? Or I do, I do, I do. Mueller is eighth 
with 53. Okay. Yeah. yeah, you called um, 10. Thierry Henry is 51. Ibrahimovic is 11 oh. with 49. Uh, Drogba for, is 16th with 44. Uh, yeah. Mbappe is going to be at the top of that list by the time he retires. He is. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see. He is already at 19 with 40. Yeah. He'll, within five years, he'll be in the top 10. And within five more years, he'll probably be at the top of that list. He's, so and let's see. PSG number... will always be in the Champions League, too. Right. Is he, st- um, is he sticking around? He's uh, He has a crazy long contract with him. Yeah, but I so. heard he was pissed. Everyone on the team is pissed at each other for all, everything, <laughs> all the time. They're in constant. That's why they're the managers only last like a season and a half. Here's a good one. Number six, Van Nistelrooy. I don't know who the hell that is. From the is. Netherlands. Yeah. Ah. One then, of those orange-wearing bastards. Shevchenko <laughs> is seven with 59. All right. Let's go to the final question in five on three. And it wouldn't be a game by me if there wasn't a UFC question. So I want you to tell me who the five men are who have held the UFC featherweight title and that is 136 to 145 pounds i couldn't pull a single name of a featherweight ufc fighter so i'm wondering if we go raul gonzalez this time robert Lewandowski, because <laughs> um, he's a little second baseman i'm sure he's let yes. let me say that i will say this these are i picked this weight class specifically because there's, there are names, names on here that you know that you've heard okay Again, it's it's the same as last time. It's like I got a bunch of names that I know. Yeah, no, are featherweights, but I don't know if they've well, ever held the title. And yeah, and it's not worth risking right now. It might be though. I like I gambling. Yeah, <laughs> me too. We've been pushing the spread a little bit, haven't we? Not all right. the way, but oh, <laughs> make sure we cover. Or I'm gonna lose. I'm gonna lose at least two hundred dollars on this game. All right, we'll check in. I'd rather have herpes as checked in. Can we cover the spread? You guys can talk it out. I mean, if we say zero names or one name, it's kind of the same. <laughs> that is true. So, I mean, or like we, I mean, or you say a name and you get points. Who knows? Yeah, that that's not. I have the opposite of, of Eric, where he's like, I know a bunch of featherweights. I don't know if they were champion. I know a bunch of UFC champions, but I'm pretty sure they weren't featherweights. So. And Shamrock wasn't a featherweight. <laughs> the Shamrocks? No. Um, <laughs> they were not. <laughs> not that it mattered because they both of them, most of their fight, their fights in their prime were when there were no weight classes. When there were no, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just against your neighbor. Yeah. Shamrock. <laughs> hey, this guy's pretty tough. You want to fight in the UFC? <laughs> All right. So you guys got anything? I ain't got anything. So. All right. Uh, well, we'll check you in with a name. One. Yeah, pick Let's, a name. Yeah, we'll check in with two because one or two that are wrong is zero regardless. So we're going to say Matt Doherty and Sean William Scott. Sure. <laughs> we know that they had some beef back in the day. <laughs> okay. And <laughs> can we cover, or ew, I'd rather have herpes. What did you guys come up with? Uh, Jose Aldo, uh, Conor McGregor, Max Holloway. And then we 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 pulled the plug and stopped. One team is receiving points. The correct answers are Jose Aldo, who was then beaten by Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor relinquished the title or was stripped of it. Uh, then it was won by Max Holloway. 
the current champion who also well he's still the champion but they created an interim belt because he was he's fighting for a second one is alexander volkanovsky and the interim champion is yair rodriguez who i figured nobody would ever get that's the raul gonzalez of this question right yes. exactly <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, UFC never fails. My only UFC knowledge at all is that Ben Askren is from right by, like, coaches my wrestling over here, and he's the guy that got knocked out in six seconds with the flying knee by Ore. Yeah, that's my really only bad UFC for him knowledge. He's, like, such an accomplished athlete, and that's and, all anybody's ever going to remember yes, him for. Totally. He's and fine. getting knocked out by Jake Paul. He didn't even train for that. He took, I his, mean, he took his million say... and smiled for that one. You could yeah, say he, you could say he was asking for it. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. After the second quarter, we have can we cover the spread with 110 and I'd rather have herpes with 195. And now on to halftime. It is now time for the Halftime Show. There will be three entertainment questions pertaining to sports, with each question worth 25 points. Okay, for halftime. I do love this freedom that we now have for halftime. You're welcome. Dumb. So, what I have done is I I very much enjoy a lot of the explain a film plot badly. Mm. But... For me, I decided to do I cre- basically I created my own tagline. So it's like a tagline for a horror movie badly. And you have to guess the horror movie based on my tagline for it. Does that make sense? You're, I thought you were gonna say I like the the badly explained, so I over explained them for you. <laughs> I, thought we, I thought we were getting over explained. No, 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 no. <laughs> Because I was starting to do the explain a film plot badly, but then I'm like, these are too short. And I'm like, these are more like taglines. So these are my bad horror film taglines for halftime. All right. So let's see how you guys do with number one. Number one is when spelunking with the girls goes horribly wrong. Checked in. (laughs) What? Okay, and this is a rare occurrence. I know that we everybody knows we edit the show. That was an immediate check in from Scott. So, I, oh. I uh, so covering, can we cover the spread? Has checked in, and I'd rather have herpes. You guys can talk it out. Yeah, nothing. So I know what spelunking is. Uh, I mean, yep, yep. so there's a, there's caves involved. Good. Okay. Good. So horror movie involving a cave is the descent or the hills have eyes. Which one? I'm going to say the, the descent. Sounds great. All right. We're checked in with the descent. Okay. And can we cover the spread? What did you guys have? So I don't normally go into business for myself. Okay, and I don't like to self-promote my other podcast because I promised I wouldn't do that. However, I have a nostalgia cast called People Don't Forget. Some of you may have been on it. Some of you may have heard of it. Jake, I'll get you on one day because there's no scores, so you can't really be undefeated. Um, <laughs> so that's fine. You're more than one. You're not an enemy on that one. So you're more okay, than good, good. Um, 
Yeah, and I had an entire episode uh, with the girls from Freaky Franchise on horror movies in the 2000s, and we talked a little bit about this one. Uh, the answer is The Descent, and Marcus, that is an excellent tagline. Thank you. And yes, both teams receiving points. All right, let's move on <laughs> to question two and halftime bad horror film taglines. Maybe going on a vacation abroad while grief stricken was a really bad idea. The flowers are pretty, at least. We're checked right. in. And... Yeah, yeah, let's be able to. I was it. waiting for somebody. Conviction. Okay. With conviction, we are checked in. With a super confident checking in conviction, <laughs> I'd rather have herpes. I'd rather, I'd rather, I'd much rather have herpes right now. And they have checked in, those guys. Can we cover the spread? You guys can talk it out. Uh, so Matt doesn't watch horror movies. Nope. Um, this one is a lot more broad than the very, very specific uh you know, when Splunking with the Girls goes, where there's only one movie that could have been. This one is a little bit more more broad because, I mean, I'm sure there are plenty of horror films that start with people on vacation. Um, I don't know what the... Oh, wait. I don't know what the flowers means. I was thinking hostel because, like, you go on vacation abroad, people stay in a hostel. So I was kind of sure. off of that clue. But now I'm like, the flowers? I don't really know what that means there's i don't know if he would i don't know if marcus would have heard of this other movie that i'm thinking of so i don't even know if that would be it but it's like a movie where actual flowers are like infecting people and i think they're on vacation uh that's called the ruins i believe it's called the ruins uh, he, he's I, actively trying not to react i know and i feel like because <laughs> of that we're gonna check in with the ruins Okay, and I'd rather have herpes. What did you guys have? Uh, I don't know what the flowers mean. Um, maybe there's a flower called a hostel. I don't know, but we said hostel. Neither team is receiving points. I guess I thought the flowers was a was a hint because every graphic of this movie that you see, there's the very lovely Florence Pugh draped in flowers. Uh, the correct answer is Midsommar. Mid what? Somar. S O M M A R. It's uh the weirdest horror movie I've ever seen. It's so weird. And it's so creepy. And like, yeah, it's it's a it's a hard watch. Like it's one of those ones that you watch and you're like, oh, that was crazy. I don't think I'm ever gonna watch that again. <laughs> that was so, me with Inception, not a horror movie, but ah, yeah. All right. Well, I can tell that one hit. So here we go. Let's finish this thing out. <laughs> All right. Number three. You're the real dummy if you scream. Look at you, Matt, for someone who doesn't watch horror movies, throwing out a reference. You did send that to everyone, by the way. Right. To everyone. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he wanted to show everyone that he knew one thing about horror <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that did anyway. Uh, so Mark, I, don't, Mark, I don't care that you did that. Mark your uh, mark your bingo cards. This is an audio medium, but I wish you all could have seen Matt's reaction when I revealed that he sent it to everyone. Fantastic. Speaking of speaking of Mark, your bingo cards and the bingo cards. Hi, Mark. This is a regular game. Other people listen to it other than Mark. <laughs> Hi, George and Philip and Carl. 
Whoa, Love whoa. you guys. <laughs> we, don't, we don't have accountants that listen. What are you talking about? I'm sure there's at least one. Hi, Gregory. <laughs> Gregory. <laughs> I just made somebody's day. All right, leave him alone. <laughs> I mean, Matt kind of gave an answer for everyone. It's uh, not? I thought it was. Maybe it is. I don't know. I've not seen it. Yeah, I guess it would be. But it, the other part doesn't connect it really at all, though. But the second part does. 100%. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, we, <laughs> we connect to half of it. It's better than none I'm of not, it, right? I, I, I'm not going to spend too much time on this unless yeah. you would like to. <laughs> no, I don't have anything else I can... Because the only other thing that like came to mind that's similar, but I don't think makes sense either, and I never saw was this. I think that was about. Um... Mm-hmm. Agreed. You know what I mean? Yep. So, because that that came to my mind too, but I yes, I think it. You know what I mean, the other part. Yep. So either we go with the hills have eyes, or. <laughs> Or match suggestion. Or match Has suggestion. anybody checked in? No. no. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just going to list horror movies that I know it's not. So The Hills Have Eyes. Yeah. Urban Legend. Precious. Precious. Um, <laughs> <laughs> was a horror movie this song. The Blind Side is a horror movie. Oh, God. There you go. I, I like mean, refuse to watch that movie. Male precious. Just because of you, Marcus, I refuse to watch that Thank movie. Thank you, Matt. Thank you. Favorite horror movie I've ever seen is Draft Day. I'd rather have herpes just checked in <laughs> and we cover the spread. You guys can talk it out, I suppose. So, so Matt uh, told everyone that dummy, so Chucky, is he's what calling Matt us all dummies. Told everyone um, he was talking about John Gruden. I don't, I don't know why how he came up. I don't. Um, initially, yeah, you're the real dummy. You think like Chucky or, or the, the boy or Brahms or whatever the hell the that that was. Um, but I, I was taking off of you're the real dummy if you scream. I feel like I know how their conversation went. It went a quiet place. Yeah, that would work for the second half. Yeah. Well, having half is better than nothing. Oh, it could be bird box. No, I think bird box is eyes. That's what I was thinking. Um, so between Matt's suggestion of Chucky, which kind of fits the first half, and a quiet place, which kind of fits the second half, I feel more inclined to say a quiet place. So as long as you're good with that, Matt, let's check that in. Sure. All right, a quiet place. Okay, and <laughs> I'd rather have herpes. What did you guys say? Get out Ch- of my head, Scott. Get out of my head. Stop. No, <laughs> you know, it's pretty obvious. Yeah, just, jokes totally. on Scott. It was between a quiet place and a quiet place too. So, <laughs> and, and, and the hills have eyes yes. too. Yes, <laughs> Jeepers Creepers. The devil's rejects. Uh, uh, yeah, we said a quiet place. <laughs> Neither team is receiving what? points. Oh. Yeah. It's a quiet place too. Chucky. No. It is. It is not child's T-O-O. play either. Uh, one of my favorite horror movies that nobody seemed to either see or like, apparently. Um, is called Dead Silence. That is the correct answer. <laughs> and in the movie, oh, the I had that, that dummy all these dolls. Uh, she can only kill you if you scream. 
Mm-hmm. So, yep. Never seen it. All right. So, started off strong, ended poorly. <laughs> Let's get out of here. I was waiting for House of Wax to come up, but I was very disappointed. I'm just, the rest of this episode, I'm just naming random horror movies. Marcus, can you, give, can you give us one for, can you give us one for House of Wax? <laughs> um, when a porn star do you see tries Paris to Hilton act. Die? <laughs> <laughs> do you hate Paris Hilton? <laughs> that, that's going to be, that's the tagline, at least for the newer one. All right. <clears throat> After halftime, we have a score of, can we cover the spread with 135? And I'd rather have herpes with 220. And now on to the second half. We'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BenchwarmersTP. We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks! And your third quarter will be The Missing Link. The Missing Link. This quarter will consist of five questions with theme-linked answers. The teams will attempt to answer the questions and guess the theme. Each question is worth 20 points. If a team checks in first via chat to the host with the correct theme before the fifth question... They will earn 100 points. The other team can still earn 50 points with the correct theme guess. If neither team has checked in with the correct theme before the fifth question, each team can earn 50 points with the correct answer to the theme after the fifth question. Okay, missing link. Question one. What Hall of Fame coach has the most AFL championship wins, has a Super Bowl title, and is largely responsible for Gatorade being introduced to the NFL due to his close friendship with Florida head coach Ray Graves. Marcus, we're going to check in. Can we cover the spread? It has checked in. I'd rather have herpes. You guys can talk it out. I don't have much. Is he Kansas City? Yes, yes. He's the, the, everybody knows him for, you know, 65 toss power trap, like that whole NFL films thing. So Hank Schramm's my most, is the, in my head, like the main AFL coach of all time. Sure. And the Chiefs only won one in the in the early years, right? One Super Bowl, yeah. 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 So I don't know anything about the Gatorade. I don't know about his friendships with Ray Graves. Right. Maybe they maybe they were hung out together. Who knows? Maybe they both have herpes. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Let yeah, I'm I'm good with that, Eric. All right. We're we're gonna check in with uh <laughs> Herp- herpes riddled Hank Stram. <laughs> wow. All right. And can we cover the spread? What did you guys come up with? Yeah, we said the same thing. No, 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 we didn't. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. Exact same let me, words. Let me clear this up. Because... I said. Go ahead. Go ahead. I said, dude was absolutely covered in herpes. It was. <laughs> Ridiculous. They called them the Wilt Chamberlain of head coaches. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can't. Oh, no. All right. 
I thought of something very hard. <laughs> okay, so both teams are receiving points. The correct answer is allegedly riddled with herpes. Hank's <laughs> no way he wasn't. There's no way he wasn't. Yeah, but and Eric, you're right. Every if time he was friends with Ray Graves, it's just what it comes along with. <laughs> they called it Gatorade. Gatorade. Um, <laughs> yeah, I always th- when I think of Hank Stram, I always think of 65 Tosh Power Trap. Yeah. <laughs> and um, herpes. Yeah. So, like, in the, yeah, in the early stages of Gatorade, they were like, oh, we're making this new thing here. Why don't you, like, introduce it to the NFL, basically? So, yep. And now you can gamble oh. on what color they use at the Super Bowl. Not New York. Gatorade, it's, it's got what plants need. Yeah, it's got what plants crave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're basically in that time frame, Matt. Here we go. Mm-hmm. All right. So your theme-linked answer so far is Hank Stram. On to question two in the missing link. What former third-round pick was once the 10th player ever to rush for 1,000 yards and pass for 1,000 yards in the same season in college and also claims a national championship as a head coach? His next coaching stop wasn't as kind. Let's go with it. Yeah, I, I got I got nothing else. Okay, we're checked in. I'd rather have herpes as checked in. Can we cover the spread? You guys can talk it out. Yeah, this is Scott Frost. We were just trying to uh, waste time by sussing out the uh, the <laughs> the um, missing link. So we'll check in with Scott Frost. Uh, I'd rather have herpes. What did you guys come up with? Yeah, we also said Scott Frost. This UCF Magical Championship. Never forget the national champion UCF Golden Knights. Mm-hmm. Both teams are receiving points. The correct answer is Scott Frost. And Matt, I kind of figured when Scott went, oh, I was like, oh, I bet you Matt was all over this. It was just like, hey, just just chill. Um, yeah, so obviously they like have there are like they literally had national championship uh shirts and hats made and they are like trying to hang a banner in their stadium or something like that. But and now he's unemployed. So yeah, where is he? Is he coaching anywhere? Or is he? Um, I don't think so right now. Let me check real quick. It's just a. I, I just think it was a bad idea to bring him here. Just to see him. It's just. Oh. I yeah. The, this. I mean. Stuff. I, I don't. I mean. I don't think. And this. Everyone thinks this Matt Rule is going to come in and all of a sudden just be dominant. And I'm like. But they still have to recruit people. Lincoln. Although I will say, Nebraska. (laughs) Well, that's the thing, though. I that's where I think like the NIL really helps because it can change the game. Nebraska has money to throw at people, so I think the NIL stuff. I think they can get better if they want to play that game. They they absolutely yeah they can absolutely play that game. Right. I mean, it's yeah. What um, else is there? And I mean, that's to... that's Hunter Dickinson leaving Michigan. Why? Because I can get millions at Kansas in hey, hundred thousand. He's brave though. He's a brave yeah, soul. I'm sure. What is. a <laughs> what a dick. What a dick <laughs> thing to say. What what a Dickinson. Yeah. <laughs> um. And, Barely uh, Dickinson. Yeah, I was watching. <laughs> I was Barely watching, kicked in our Dickinson. I was watching the Georgia Southern game, and as soon as that game was over, I was like, "Oh yeah, he's gonna get fired for sure." Okay. So your theme link answers so far are Hank Stram and Scott Frost. I know, I know this on. is an audio medium, but uh, Eve just spent two minutes with his head <laughs> rocked staring back, straight staring up. Into, the, <laughs> into the ceiling. 
Um, <laughs> it was like yeah. either the, like the the quickest and most intense creative session I've ever seen, or <laughs> it was something. <laughs> oh man! Uh, I just remembered. You looked, I was like, you looked like Reamer in basketball, where he's like, "Today, people have attention spans that can be only measured in nanoseconds." <laughs> <laughs> All right. Question three. <laughs> What four-time All-Star and Naismith Hall of Famer was named to the 75 greatest players list and has his number retired by two different franchises? Both teams could call him a savior. We'll go ahead and check in. Okay. Uh, Can we cover the spread as checked in? You can't really talk it out, but I'd rather have herpes. Uh, What's your answer? We can talk it out time now. They checked in, damn it. Right. Yeah, but yeah, but the time is already up. <laughs> I didn't hear a timer go. I didn't know we had well, a timer. He, he said it for five hours again. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, it went off a um, while ago. I just wanted to give you guys extra time because yeah. clearly uh, I didn't write a good enough question. I was trying to think of somebody. You said Jesus Shuttlesworth, so Ray Allen, but there's no way he only made four All-Star teams, so that's that gets him out. And then I vaguely remember... I think Earl Monroe. I mean, every. I think his nickname was Black Jesus. Mm. But that, I, I again, I think more than four. So I, whatever. Yeah. I think that the go with that one. Let's go with Earl Monroe. Yep. Okay, and can we cover the spread? What did you guys have, dude? If if I'm right, this is crazy. Uh, only because I know he played for the Bullets and the and the Knicks. I and he had his. I thought he had his number retired by both. I said Earl the Pearl Monroe. I didn't know his nickname was Black Jesus, but so yeah. Black Jesus the Pearl. Both teams receiving points. The correct answer is Earl Monroe. Wow! Come on. Yes, he only has four All Star uh, All Star games. He's he was All NBA once, um, but. Uh, let's see. His high school coach called him Thomas Edison because of all the moves he invented. Uh, <laughs> and and you said Jesus Shuttlesworth, which is hilarious because in the movie there's that speech by Denzel where he's like, "I named you after Earl Monroe, Black Jesus." Hmm. So, all right. I know that. Glad you both right. got there because I was really scared there. Okay. So your theme linked answers so far are Hank Stram, Scott Frost, and Earl. Monroe. Moving on to question number four. What MLB pitcher drafted in 2019 has spent his career thus far with one team? He's the last pitcher to hit a home run before the implementation of the Universal DH and signed a five-year $90 million contract extension just two weeks into the current season. You're going to know this one better than me, so if you have a Okay, then in that case, we'll check in. Can we cover the spread has checked in? I'd rather have herpes. You can talk it out. I hate baseball, so I know nothing here. (laughs) Well, buckle up, because that's about to be the only thing you're going to watch and be able to watch in a couple of weeks. That's why summer is so exciting. Oh, wait, never mind. What I I thought there was a Pirates or Reds guy that did it, Um, but he said the first two weeks of the season. So that was just, I thought I just heard about this like the other day. So this is not the first two weeks of the season. Five and 90 isn't huge, right? That's like good, but not great. For somebody, but this early. Right. uh, 
So it has to be the NL. So that mm-hmm. takes not big name, like a young picture in the I'm I'm I got much of nothing on this one. Yep. Same. Um I wish I could at least think of a pitcher that would hit a home run. And I got nothing. Oh jeez. Bartolo Colon. Yeah, it's gonna be my uh jeez, I got nothing. Wow. He was closer to the nineteen nineteen draft. <laughs> <laughs> well, you and David sat next to each other at it, so right. we did, yes. <laughs> Pulled shots of whiskey out of our dad's flasks. It was awesome. Twenty nineteen draft. I think that's the Bobby Witt draft. I don't know. Only picture I can think of. He's not NL, so it's that's a, not gonna it's help pronounced- his it's pronounced Vit. Oh, Bobby Vit. It's like Katarina. Bobby yeah. Vit Jr. Uh, I got nothing. Uh, let's go with um, Oral Hershiser Jr. 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 Reggie White Jr. and now Oral Hershiser Jr. Oh, man. All right. Oh, <laughs> Can awesome. we cover the spread? What did you guys have? I just had to go off of someone that I knew signed an extension. Um, recently I was trying to think of a couple guys that might've done that. And then it also made sense that maybe he would hit a home run. Cause he was a two way star when he got drafted, which was around 2019. So I could be way off, but we checked in with Hunter green. Neither team is receiving mm-hmm. points. Um, this guy, you described him perfectly, Eric he, uh, and Jake, you guys both were like, you know, he's good, but not great. I mean, that's pretty good money. Um, he's solid. He finished uh, in 2022. He finished 11th in the Cy Young voting. The correct answer is for the San Francisco Giants, Logan Webb. Mm-hmm. Okay, so your theme-linked answers are Hank Stram, Scott Frost, Earl Monroe, and Logan Webb. I mean, I'll just come out and say it. Both teams should probably just submit something. So, because <laughs> it doesn't matter after this. Go with it, Jake. Yeah. I mean, I submitted something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just, you did? Yeah, yeah. yeah, sorry, Matt. Uh, I said something over because, like, why not? Sure. Okay. Let's move on to question five in the missing link. What school has had 17 NCAA tournament appearances? in two different conferences since 2000 and whose NBA first round picks include Tyrone Hill, Brian Grant, James Posey, and Jordan Crawford. Checked in. Can we cover the spread as checked in? I'd rather have herpes. You guys can talk it out. Go ahead. Yeah. If the theme is we're going with is bright, then we're going to go with Xavier here. And can we cover the spread? What did you guys come up with? Tyrone Hill, that dude looked 39 years old when he was drafted. Like, I loved Tyrone Hill back in the 90s. Ugly, ugly man. Oh, my God. Uh, Yeah, we also checked in with Xavier. Both teams are receiving points. The correct answer is Xavier. So your theme-linked answers are Hank Stram, Scott Frost, Earl Monroe, Logan Webb, and Xavier both teams submitted because I told them to before the first, <laughs> before or after question four. Um, one just a tiny bit sooner. 
So Scott, why don't you tell us what you guys submitted? Uh, we were trying to figure out for the longest time, like how Hank and Scott went together or Frost and all these different things. We had a lot of different ideas, but then once the answer ended up being Logan Webb, one of the first things I think of when I hear Logan is is Wolverine. Uh, so that kind of led me. And then I went back and said, oh, yeah, Scott Summers and uh, Hank is Beast, right? So uh, we checked in with X-Men characters. And I'd rather have herpes. What did you guys submit? Yeah, we exact same logic and have no idea who Earl the X-Man is. <laughs> well, <laughs> that was the one I struggled with, too. But I was like, you know what? Three is it Gambit? Three. Maybe Gambit? I don't know. Here we go. Here we go. So Hank uh, is Hank McCoy or Beast. Uh, two is kind of a twofer. You could go Scott Summers or you could do Emma Frost. Yeah. Um, Aurora Monroe or Storm. Hmm. Logan, obviously, Wolverine, and Xavier, Xavier. Even though anybody who went to Xavier will say, it's Xavier! It's not Xavier. So yes, X-Men characters is correct. So great job, guys. I'm glad you guys got there. And I had no idea that Aurora's last name was Monroe till today. Well, so... we all, you got to learn some nerdy today. <laughs> I'm stuff. Sorry. After the third quarter, the score is tightened up a bit. Can we cover the spread? Is at three fifteen, and I'd rather have herpes is in the lead with three fifty. And with that, we go on to the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter, known as put your fours up. This quarter consists of four categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each, not to exceed their current point total. The categories for today's fourth quarter are as follows. We are the captain now. Fixing to pick, triple X, and two-way street. We are the captain now is in the NHL. Fixing to pick is the NBA draft. Triple X is the XFL. And two-way street is the NFL. And now it is time for the teams to place their wagers. And now the, that the wagers are in, on to the questions. Question one in the fourth quarter in We Are the Captain Now. Mark Giordano was the first captain in Kraken history before he was traded away midway through their inaugural season. The Kraken currently have four alternate captains and no actual captain. Please name any two of the four players who sport the A for the team currently. Uh, Marcus, we can check in. Can we cover the spread has checked in. I'd rather have herpes, which again is a team name. You guys can talk it out. Eric, you can talk it out. Oh, I I just I want to get all four. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> you're, you're a dick. Um, I only know Maddie Berniers because he went to Michigan. That's it. That's all I got. He's not an alternate. Captain. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Um, Jordan he's Everly. All, he's also maybe the slowest player in the open ice that I've ever That's seen. That's awesome. He's so slow. Kind of Luis Mendoza. He's no, he's the opposite. The opposite. Yeah, and, he'll, uh, yeah. he'll put the puck out in front of him, and then people will beat him to it. It's, <laughs> it's insane. Anyways. So it's, it's Jordan Everly, Jaden Schwartz, 
Yanni Gord. And I'm pretty sure the last one's Adam Larson. What two yeah. names are you going to check in with there, buddy? Ah, <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure. Uh, let's go with Yanni Gord and Adam Larson. Okay, and can we cover the spread? What did you guys have? Uh, we checked in with uh, Scott Grimes and Jason Biggs for zero <laughs> points. Ours was for a hundred points. You couldn't even give me Chris Klein, bro. I was gonna. I, was, I had Chris Klein written down, and I crossed it out. And I, thought, I think. Crazy. I think he put it down because he he knows you would have you would have gone in the pie with him. Yeah, with Jason. Biggs. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. I thought Jason Biggs was was more funny than Chris Klein. But... <laughs> All right. Well, one team is receiving points. The correct answers are Yanni Gord, Jordan Eberly, Adam Larson, and Jaden Schwartz are all alternate captains, and their captainship is open. And then I don't know, honestly, who they would want to have it. Don't sure. seem to be in a hurry to figure it out anyways. It's not that important. It's not. <laughs> it's not that important. You're right. It isn't. Moving on to question two in fixing the pick. Who is the first team to be a repeat NBA lottery winner? They have the most lottery wins overall, but haven't made the pick in every instance via trades. Yeah, so I'm I'm I feel very, very confident that, that that's it. Okay. So Marcus. Yep. Okay, can we cover the spread? It has checked in. I'd rather have herpes. You guys can talk it out. You said Clippers. I think it's the Magic. I'm good with that, um, too. I just, the Clippers just always sucked for so long. Yeah, but I don't remember them ever repeating where I know the Magic didn't. Was it 92, 93? Mm hmm. Um, but didn't make the pick in 90, or what, what made the pick, but traded, you know, whatever that is. I don't, yeah. This, Whatever. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm good with that. Cause... I can't think of a back-to-back Clippers season. No. But I I want to say they're both four-time winners. So it's, right. it's one or the other. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I say we go Magic just because I know they went repeat. Yep. Good with that. All right. All right. We're checking with the Magic for 50 points. Okay. And can we cover the spread? What did you guys have? Yeah, we had kind of the same conversation. Well, I know we didn't talk about the Clippers, but it was the other team that you no, mentioned. The Cavs are the other one because they have four, and they had what thirteen and fourteen. Bennett and Wiggins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the I back, went with but... the. And I said, "Well, wait now. What about Shaq and Penny?" And Scott said, "Well, no, they didn't draft Penny." And then the whole thing about this. So, but they still had the right, the number one overall pick. Blah blah blah. So yeah, we also checked in with Orlando Magic for one hundred points. The most important points ever. Uh, I'm really going through it today. Uh, neither team technically is receiving points, but yeah. Who did the what? So I didn't say back to back on purpose. Um, what I meant was like the first team to win the lottery. Boys. Times uh... Is how I meant it to come across. So... Like, oh, like like the first team to win it a I second time. A second time. Second yeah, time. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I see. So I'm I, I, I mean, I guess it doesn't matter because you guys both said the same thing. 
Um, well, who was the who was the first team to win to win it twice then? The Clippers. Because what Manning in '88. So okay, they won the lottery in 1986. They didn't make the pick. The Cleveland Cavaliers did. Right, Brad Doherty. Brad Doherty, and then '88 uh, Manning. The Clippers won in '88, and they did select Danny Manning. The Clippers yeah. have won the lottery five times, but have only made three of those picks. All right. So now that I thoroughly confused everyone <laughs> the way I worded a question, but it didn't matter because both teams had the same answer. Let's move on to question three and ignore me completely. The first repeat XFL champion. Is that what? <laughs> <laughs> in, in triple X, because this is the third uh, iteration of the XFL. The four and six Arlington Renegades upset the 10 and one DC defenders to win the 2023 XFL championship. Who is named MVP? He was a national champion at Texas A&M commerce and was awarded the Harlan Hill trophy as the best player in division two in 2017 and has had stints in the previous version of the XFL, the USFL and the AAF. So just tell me who was the MVP of the XFL championship. That's all I need. Here's some extra stuff for you guys in case you need it. Um, we're gonna check in. Okay. I'd rather have herpes has checked in. Can we cover the spread? You can talk it out. So I when I found out that Marcus was hosting today, I actually because I remember that the XFL championship was this weekend. So I Googled it just to find out. I knew that DC was playing and something about a team from Arlington and I didn't understand. And so I looked and I checked that that Arlington beat the DC defenders. I knew that. Yeah. And I, and I, so that's why I was pretty sure that we'd be able to get something out of this one. The only name that I can remember on that one is somebody named Perez. Don't know the first name. We don't, don't need the first name. MVP. Never heard of it before. But all I know is that I thought, um, yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. We'll check in with Perez for 15 points. And I'd rather have herpes. What did you guys come up with? Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know the first name. I just know the last name is Perez. So we checked in with Perez for 100 points. Both teams are receiving points. The correct answer is Texas A&M commerce legend, Luis Perez. It sounds like he should be a second baseman. Again, this is. Texas yeah, who? Texas, and, where did uh, you go to school? Uh, Texas A&M commerce. Oh, okay. The money school. There's, they sell a lot of lettuce. So this is this lettuce. is him after uh, graduating from co- from college and being the D two player of the year. Not selected into 2018, and he was in rookie minicamp at the Rams, and uh, was cut and signed to the practice squad and then released. Then he played for the Birmingham Iron, and he was the fifth overall pick uh, in the AAF. Um. Then he, uh, after they suspended operations, he signed with Philly and then was waived like a month later. Signed with Detroit, waived four days later. He was selected by the LA Wildcats in the 2020 XFL draft. Um, And then they folded, or the league ceased operations. He signed a contract with uh, uh, the New York, uh, Gar- or he was traded to the New York Guardians, then he was on the Guardians, then he played in the USFL for the New Jersey Generals, back with the Rams, uh, signed and then released a month later, and then was selected by the Vegas Vipers in this 
2023 XFL draft and then was traded midway through the season uh, to the Arlington Renegades and then led them to a championship. So that's Luis Perez's life. At this dude's got a lot of sky miles. Like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? Good for him. Good for you, Luis. We're all proud of you. Okay, let's go to the final question of today's game. And that is in the category of two-way street. What NFL player had the fifth most receiving yards and fourth most receiving touchdowns in the 1980s despite being drafted into the league as a cornerback. In 1981, he became the first player in 24 years to have a receiving touchdown and an interception in the same game. And John Madden once regarded him as not just the best wide receiver, but the best player in the entire league. All right, uh, Marcus, <laughs> we're, we're checked in. Oh, All right. Can, can we cover the spread as checked in? And for the final time tonight... I'd rather have herpes. You guys can talk it out. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm trying to picture this stupid dude. It's a Cardinals wide receiver. Is ah. Uh... I literally can only think of Cuba Gooding Jr.'s character. <laughs> I can picture his stupid. It was like 1990 <laughs> pro set football card. Oh. For some reason, I I. I uh, wish I knew why I liked him as a player and I don't know his name anymore. Green comes to mind, but I'm thinking that it might be Daryl Green and it's killing me. So I don't want to. Mm-hmm. It's the same stupid time frame. But I will. I, I just recently edited an episode and Marcus said this to me during the episode. He says it's. If it comes to mind, it's got to be there for a reason. So. I say green, green. All I got is the last name. I'm going to say green. If you're good yep. with it, let's go with it. Sounds good. We're going to go, we're going to go with green for a hundred points. Okay. And can we cover the spread? What did you guys come up with? Uh, yeah, we struggled on this one too. So we were trying to think of a name that would kind of sum up our game in a nutshell here. So we've already shouted out Sean Williams, Scott, Jason Biggs, and Chris Klein. So we checked in for 100 points with Eddie K. Thomas. <laughs> Oh, that caught me off guard. Uh, all right. <laughs> One team is receiving points. Seriously? It's Daryl Green? K. Thomas. It's not no. Daryl. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not Daryl Green, but he did say the last name Green. And the correct answer from the Arizona Cardinals, Roy Green. That's it. I so, wrote, I said, I have no clue, but Daryl Green, I know it's wrong, but... So if we would have done green. Yeah, somebody, <laughs> yeah. Um, drafted in 1979 in the fourth round by the Cardinals. He was a DB and kick returner. And then in 1981, injuries uh, forced them to, you know, play him part-time at wide receiver. And he had 708 yards on 33 catches. So he was averaging 21 and a half per catch. And then after that, just had, went on a tear. And yeah, so in the 1980s, he... He was fifth in receiving yards and fourth in receiving touchdowns, and he didn't even play receiver in college. That's an impressive. Stat he is very impressive. And for John Madden, who's seen a lot of football, to be like, this guy's the best player in the league. Like, yeah, that's pretty high praise. And that right. just came up out of nowhere. I, I was looking at something else, and then Roy Green came up, and I was like, I have no idea who this is. Who? So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, and that's, and that, kids, is how you end up writing questions because you go, 
I'd never heard of that before. And you, you're usually looking to write something else and that stuff pops up. All right. The game has come to an end and here are the final scores. Um, giving some fantastic answers throughout. Can we cover the spread finishes with 130? And we cannot. And, <laughs> and they cannot cover the spread <laughs> because I'd rather have herpes are our winners and receiving the coveted Stetson Bennett award <laughs> with 600 points is again, I'd rather have herpes enemies, mortal enemies have emerged victorious. Uh, Jake Manny enemy of the pod. You freshly received your Stetson Bennett <laughs> mm. uh, slash, I guess we can call him the van Wilder of college football. Um, that was the best you, news story of the week. How do you man? feel? The, yeah. the best news story of the week was Stetson Bennett not graduating after all these years. <laughs> Even though he's been in Georgia for six years. <laughs> what is he I doing? I didn't see that. He didn't Party, gra- Yes, he he's not graduating. And he's been, well. He's not even trying to graduate. Community college. Yeah, he's not even trying. He's just like, I'm not, I don't care. He's really excited for his career as an XFL quarterback. I can't wait for him. I can't no. wait to run into him at Best Buy. No, that's the best part is that Sean McVay and all of his wisdom, Mr. Guru said, I'm going to spend a fourth round pick on right. Stetson Bennett. Ugh, what a turd. Anyways, uh, the, next, the next Kurt Warner. He's stocking <laughs> shelves at Best Buy. That's right. Uh, and getting hammered. Uh, Jake, it's always wonderful to have you on. You aren't an enemy of the pod, even though we like to say that a lot. Uh, yeah. Do you have anything you'd like to say before we get out of here? Uh, no, it's great to be back on. It's oh, my been, God. Again with this guy? And... <laughs> 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 I'm glad there's lots of states distance between Eric and I, so you can't physically assault me. And we're good. This is the least fun. This is the least fun I've ever had on an episode. I just want to go ahead and say that. <laughs> and uh, my friends and I, Jake, have been discussing uh, a couple years ago. We went to see Michigan, and then the Seahawks play the Colts. Well, we play at Michigan State this year, and then we play Detroit a couple days later, or or the next night. So you're doing we're thinking the both about, uh, doing Michigan State, and then the and then Ford Field. So there you go. Yeah. State's going to be amazingly bad, so it should be fun. Oh, it's going to be a when your starting ball. quarterback comes out of your spring game and transfers the next and day. Leaves. It's not good. <laughs> well, and and when you're returning the two most prolific receiver, which is not named Marvin Harrison in the country, and your quarterback, who's the best quarterback not named Caleb Williams in the country, it's pretty right. exciting, especially anyway. for the first half of the season, because yeah. that's <laughs> so. Eric, Scott, Matt, you guys are all beautiful. And I love you dearly. Love you, buddy. And with that, I forgot the end because I gave Thanks away my for last, listening uh, to the. I thought yeah, you were going to yeah. call yourself the Thomas Ian Nicholas of our bench warmers. He's in I'm the band. Marcus, I'm the Marcus Houston of this podcast. And <laughs> with that, thank you all for listening to the Bench Warmers <laughs> Trivia Podcast. And until next time, we'll keep the bench warm. Where's my Veltrex? <laughs> Come on. Ball hit high and deep. Stretch. Stretch. Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the board. Yes. Yes. Into deep left center for Mitchell. And we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him. 
for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at Benchwarmers TP.